Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Good Place. Discussing season one, episode nine, titled Someone Like Me as a Member. Okay, bunch of stuff going on in this episode. Lots to talk about here. First and foremost, so this episode opens with the big reveal of how the mix up happened, how the Eleanors got switched, how our Eleanor ended up in the good place when she should have gone to the bad place, and how the other Eleanor went to the bad place when she should have gone to the good place. And the explanation is that in some cosmic coincidence, like just astronomically unlikely event, both Eleanors died on the same city, uh, died on the same day in the same city, at the same supermarket, in the same accident, within a second of each other. And in that instant, like, they just kind of mixed them up and, oh, we don't really know what happened, yada, 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 yada. Uh, apparently, the other Eleanor tried to save our Eleanor's life and just completely screwed that up. So, now, we know what happened, we know why we're here. Now, we kind of get this tit-for-tat between the good place and the bad place, this back and forth on whether or not Eleanor should be allowed to stay in the good place, or if she should be damned to the bad place. And while this is happening, we get this really amazing arc with Eleanor, where now that the quote-unquote real Eleanor is here, she's kind of feeling... Like, just some vestigial organ. She's kind of, like, losing her confidence. She's losing her sense of self. Uh, She's sort of, like, feeling inferior at every possible opportunity. Like, she is sort of, like, eroding away at her self-esteem with seeing how great the real Eleanor is, uh, how... uh, great the chemistry between her and Chidi is, because remember, these are the two that were supposed to be soulmates. And so on, and so forth. And... It's a really, really spectacular arc to see, like, okay, Eleanor's been saying the entire time, she deserves to be here, she deserves to be here, she deserves to be here, she deserves to be a better person, she deserves to be a better person, she deserves to be a better person. And this episode kind of is presenting her with the question of, but do you though? Like, this is kind of challenging whether or not she believes that. She's got Trevor in her ear the entire time saying, you don't really belong here. You'll be much happier in the bad place because you won't have to try to fit into somewhere you don't belong. Uh, Hell, everyone's calling her 
fake Eleanor. Even Michael is calling her fake Eleanor. They're literally, they've literally branded her with a label of, yeah, you're not really supposed to be here. Like, this is kind of eating away at her self-esteem. And this episode kind of is exploring whether or not she has the confidence to continue to stand up to herself and continue to say, uh, in the face of this other Eleanor being here, I deserve to be here. I deserve to be in the good place. I deserve to be here with everyone else. I deserve to have the chance to be a better person. And she does. She does get that confidence back when she just goes up to her and flat out says like, hey, just because real Eleanor's here doesn't mean I'm not going to still have your back. Like, we are a team. We are in this together. That has not changed. Um, And Eleanor ends up getting the confidence to stand up to Trevor and is just like, no, 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 I want to be here. I want to be here. I want to be here. Uh, The entire time as well. See, kind of confidence and self-esteem is kind of a big uh, focal point of this episode because we also have Michael, who is very much afraid of the bad place people, very much afraid of these literal demons, and is just kind of letting them walk all over him, is just being very timid and not in any way assertive, just letting them get away with whatever... Like, he lets them throw a giant rager into Hani's house uh, because he's afraid to stand up to them and say no. By the way, (laughs) I love, I absolutely love that the demons do karaoke and their idea of karaoke is, like, just controversial (laughs) hot mic moments from public figures. Like, they do the Nixon tapes. And they're just mouthing along to that time Nixon said all this horrible, offensive shit. Like, it's... (laughs) It's insane. It's really, really insane. I love that bit. Uh, But... And... The entire time, Tahani is trying to... Trying to tell him, Hey, you need to stand up to yourself... uh, For yourself. You need to be more assertive. You need to... Put your foot down and not let them walk all over you like this. Uh, And Michael's slowly trying to build the confidence to eventually, when the negotiations come around, and Trevor says, hey, I'm taking her, or you gotta give me something. Michael then goes, no, we're keeping both Eleanor's and you're not getting anything. Like, he builds up the confidence throughout this episode to eventually tell off Trevor and go, no, you're not getting anything. And then we're just going to kick up this decision to uh, Sean, the judge. And we're going to kick off that decision to him who's going to decide the fate of our Eleanor. Uh, But then we get this big ending where Tahani shows up in Jason's butthole. And reveals that she found Jian Yu, quote-unquote Jian Yu's, junk food all over the house. Uh, she saw him that one time Jian Yu uh, helped uh, one of the demons tap a keg. And 
she in, has been investigating Jian Yu and has figured out on her own that he is not, in fact, a Buddhist monk. He is not what he says he is. And Tani's just going up to Jason and is like, hey, let's chat. Uh, so Tahani now knows that Jason is not Jian Yu, that Jason is not in any way who he says he is. So just as we're like, starting to get some form of closure on the Eleanor stuff. Now the Jason-shaped can of worms is being opened up. Oh, also, Janet's sad because she doesn't know stuff, and Jason gives her a pep talk, and that's a nice scene as well. Uh, It's not a big moment in this, but it is a moment nonetheless, and it is important for stuff that happens later. Uh, But yeah. Solid, solid character piece. Solid episode all around. Uh, We only got four episodes left. Boy, do things happen in those four episodes. I I swear, I'm holding back so much. I'm holding back so much that I really, really want to get around to talking about. Uh, So I'm really, really looking forward to getting in those last four episodes of the season. Uh, Anyway... If you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcast app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just to push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, TomTom4468. And support the show, patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that's going to work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, tomorrow we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 10. Talk to you then.